everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Tuesday to you all. I hope that you're having a fantastic day, whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end. If you're having a tough day, I always encourage everyone to do the five minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself and to have an opportunity to reset, reboot, restart your day in that opportunity, in that little time that you're going to give yourself. It also allows you to take a break from any problems, issues, or burdens that you've been carrying around that have really been weighing you down and causing you additional stress, worry, and anxiety. Um, Also, if you are dealing with any problems head on, it gives you the chance to um, spend some time problem solving. And then when you're done with your five minute reset and the next time that you have to deal with that problem head on, you can come back with a resolution so that you can move on from the issue. Um, In addition to what I've mentioned already, I always encourage everyone to up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for those can be really big things really small things or really medium-sized things you can be grateful for snuggles with your pets you can be grateful for um, the air quality improving in your area that is the thing that i'm hoping to be grateful for soon Um, you can be grateful for getting being super productive in something that needed to get done or maybe you're just grateful to be celebrating one of your friends in something that they have accomplished or they've just uh, completed another year around the sun. Whatever it is, uh, you can be grateful for it, which makes the list of things you can be grateful for never ending, which is absolutely fantastic. And last but not least, uh, make sure that before you leave your five minute reset that you are feeling at least neutral, um, at le- uh, feeling positive. Wow, how am I messing this up? Because I say it like every single time. If you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day, because you do not want to pass along your bad attitude or negative feelings to anyone else, um, but also by creating your quick gratitude list, you are kind of helping yourself have a mindset shift or a per- perspective change and realizing that despite what you're going through, you still have amazing positive things happening in your life that you can focus in on while you're trying to get through this really hard time. However, I do hope that you are having a fantastic day. Just a reminder that this week we are talking about my top 10 tips and we are going through different categories every single day that have to do with mental health issues that we all struggle with today. Tuesday, we are talking about top 10 tips for anxiety attacks. So let's go ahead and just jump right into the episode. Today, I'm going to give you some tips on how you can get through anxiety attacks, and it doesn't matter what level of attack you're going through, you can use these tips. Obviously, I don't think that every single tip will work for every single instance because that's just how tips go, Um, but I think that the majority of them will really work for every single instance that you're going through. Um, So yeah, I hope that that these are helpful and that you try them out um, if you are someone that suffers from anxiety attacks. Number one, take a time out. This is especially important if your anxiety is being caused by like a social situation, Um, whether that's family or friends or people you don't even know or like at work, um, those all apply and give yourself even just a five minute break to talk yourself down and become rational enough to deal with your current situation. You know, tell yourself that you have recovered from it before and this time is no different. And the reason why I say that you will become rational enough to deal with the current situation is a lot of times when we have anxiety attacks, we are not l- like 
we're not really living in reality in those moments. You know, we're making things bigger and worse than they actually are. You know, we're, sometimes we'll even embellish and create really big stories of what's actually happening. And, you know, we have to bring ourselves back into actual reality and realize what's actually happening, what's affecting us, and how we can move forward from that. So I encourage you to take, take a time out. If you're able to take a take an opportunity to step away from whatever is going on, give yourself a breather and just kind of um, regroup so that you can deal with the attack and what has caused it. Number two is to take deep breaths. During your time out, conduct some breathing exercises and make sure these are deep and slow breaths that will assist in calming you down. I understand that maybe you think that breathing exercises are super cheesy. However, usually when you have an anxiety attack, you're having really short, quick breaths and that will just continue to raise your heart rate and raise your uh, level of anxiety. But if you are able to really take the focus of breathing deeply from your belly and just filling your lungs up and then letting it out slowly, it'll help to calm you down and really realize like that you are in, um, motion with your body and you have control over your body. So I encourage you to try breathing exercises if you never have. And if you have and you enjoy them, then you know what I'm talking about. Number three is to manage your triggers. If you're able, figure out what triggered your anxiety and try to separate yourself from it. Sometimes just removing yourself from the problem will help you resolve your anxiety quicker. So if you are in a social situation and it was a person or a topic that was mentioned or a question that was directly asked to you, um, if those things triggered your, your anxiety, it's important to realize that and take note of that so that you can either come up with coping mechanisms the next time it happens and you aren't able to get away or a way for you to um, address it and then um, try to change this like change the topic of the conversation um, or to just uh, keep yourself stable long enough until you're able to excuse yourself while they're talking about that thing or whatever it is you know what I mean so if you're able to identify your triggers then you'll be able to become more aware of what could cause an anxiety attack and either prevent it or be able to to manage it in the moment until you have time to really go through all those feelings and emotions and deal with it, you know. Uh, number four is to exercise for an endorphin release. I think that I'm going to end up mentioning exercise probably almost every single episode, um, but you know, it's super important. It's super important. Even light exercise can help release endorphins, which helps you, which helps to change your mood and relax your body. So, um, a lot of times I have had anxiety attacks and I have just like gone on a walk, um, especially if I need to walk my dog or just walk by myself or I'll go on a run or I'll just go to the gym. And, you know, I will just like really, I find that those workouts are like the hardest ones, but I feel so good afterwards it definitely gets out a lot of that adrenaline and all of that pent up like emotions and and feelings that I'm having and how just like release it and I feel so good after a workout every single time and then I'm able to think a little bit clearly about what caused the attack what what I need to do to address it and how I can um, recover recoup and then move forward so I always encourage exercise I think it's great even light exercise um, I like to weight lift but maybe you like to walk maybe you like to do yoga maybe you like to do those dance classes on light it doesn't matter what it is just get your body moving to really get those endorphins to release inside of you 
Number five is to practice grounding. Um, this is an exercise that helps your mind come back to what is real and not made up in your mind. Um, I wish that I would be more cognizant of trying this exercise because I know that would help me because even in the moments that I do like even half of the exercise it's so helpful and before I go through the traditional um, idea of the exercise some people will do it a different way which is totally fine because we need to adapt things to fit us the best but a lot of times people will just do grounding by just going outside and stepping in the grass or maybe you live near the beach i know a gal that i follow on instagram will every morning go to the beach and take her shoes off and just stand there um, in the sand near the water and that's her version of grounding um, so it doesn't matter what it is but i did want to tell you what the traditional idea of it is and you can try it if you'd like um, so the first, the, so I'm, it goes like five, four, three, two, one. So identify five things you can see, four things you can feel, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. The taste one is the weird one for me, but, um, I believe that you can just maybe like, I, I know, if, I don't know if this is weird, but I would just be like, okay. I can taste the saliva in my mouth or maybe I'd get like an ice cube or, you know, something that I could just like taste really quick or even just like a little bit of like a spice or like a salt or something like that. I don't know. Maybe that's weird, but that would be the thing that would really like draw me back to reality. Um, and I really like that exercise. So if you want to try your own version of grounding, I encourage you to do that. Or you want to try this one, uh, it would really help too. And um, if you actually have another uh, idea of like how you practice grounding, I'd love to hear about it. You can come and send me a DM, DM or a message um, on Instagram. I am at Real Positive Girl Podcast. Number six, do something you enjoy. I know that this isn't always an option, but if it is, do it. Many things are possible these days with the technology we hold in our phones. You know, it's amazing what you can do on your phone these days. So if it's reading a book, watching a show, exercising, drawing, coloring, or anything else you can come up with, try to do it to take your mind off what is bringing in the anxiety. So I understand if you're in a social situation, maybe you might find it hard to do the thing that you really love. But if any of the things you like to do is what I just listed or something else that you can actually achieve on your phone, I would consider trying it out. It could help calm you down. You know, maybe you have some sort of um, guided meditation app on your phone and you can easily just take a moment to step away for 60 seconds and go through it and have that calm you down. Maybe you have a list of encouraging um, affirmations or words or mantras on your phone. You can just look up that note that you've saved and like saved and just tell yourself those things or just remind yourself of those things in your mind. Um, I just, I really think that you should probably find something you enjoy in the moment to kind of just like switch and change your mood right away so that you can stay focused on being there in reality, being, focusing on something positive and not letting yourself drift too deeply into the attack if it's starting to happen or, um, or you feel like it's about to happen. Number seven is to remember that your mind lies to you. This is such a big one and it's so tough because we can have issues determining what is true and what is not. But honestly, you have to really like think about what your mind is trying to tell you and take a step back, 
think of it in a different perspective or think of it as someone saying it to you or um or you like saying it to someone else does it sound appropriate does it sound right does it sound like it could be something that's true those are definitely exercises you can take and sometimes it's all so overwhelming but just try to remember that your mind could be playing tricks on you and trying to convince you of something that isn't true and that could hurt you more than you think. Like if your mind is telling you that you're a terrible person and you don't deserve to be here on earth, that is wrong, that is a lie, that is something that you need to step back from and realize that you wouldn't tell anyone that, someone should not tell you that, and it is a lie and it's it's stemming from somewhere Um terrible and evil and wrong and a lot of times our mind can be definitely kind of screwy especially with the kind of feedback and opinions that we let in and the things that we see online it just gets all twisted up inside so just remember just take some time to really put things those crazy things in like crazy but you know what I mean those different things into perspective of whether it actually is true or not Number eight, speak to a counselor or someone else you trust. Again, this is probably one I'll be mentioning in every single episode, but it's really important. So if you would like, uh, if you're struggling with anxiety and you need help, contact a professional, talk to someone online or go see someone in person or via text or on the phone. All those options are available. Or if you don't feel like you need a professional, talk to someone that you trust, whether that's like a mentor, a family member, your spouse, your partner, a friend, um, whomever it is someone in your family find someone that you trust that you can really talk to be real with be honest with so they can help you um, get through your struggle with anxiety and maybe even help you uh, create goals and achievements for yourself uh, for how long you are progressing in your recovery from that number nine is to relax your body Notice if your muscles are getting tense, and if so, take the time to loosen up, stretch, and relax all the tension you have built up from experiencing the anxiety. A lot of times, um, especially for me, anxiety will manifest physically, so my jaw will just be locked, and my shoulders will be up and tight, and um, I, my hands, I will like put them, grab like like put them in a fist or in a ball, you know, or my feet will be doing something weird and. You know, if you actually take the time to realize what your body is doing and how it's reacting and stretch and calm yourself, it gives you and uh, something else to focus on and you can kind of take a break from whatever the trigger or the issue was that is pushing you towards your attack and also help you kind of like wind out of your attack, focus on just like changing your focus Um, directing your mind to something different, something else that needs help, something else that needs fixing, which is your body, and really thinking through those steps of stretching and relaxing and how you actually are feeling at this moment and how to make yourself feel better. And that can help you calm down and be at a more realistic mindset to deal with the attack. Number 10 is speak positive affirmations to yourself. This might sound cheesy, again, but it really, really helps. I think it really helps. Maybe it doesn't help everyone because not everything helps everyone, but I find that if you are telling yourself positive affirmations in the mirror or if you write them down in your phone and you just reflect them on every day, um, if you don't know any of your... any ones that you can make up on your own. Pinterest is a great place to just type in positive affirmations and you will get so many and you can just like save them to a little folder for yourself to 
reflect back on later or you can download the photos into some sort of like photo folder on your phone and just reflect back on them later and look at them when you need them or you can print them out or you can write down your own and just put them up in your home or places that you will you look every single day so that you'll have that opportunity to continue to feed yourself those positive words those affirmations that will um, hopefully that you will at some point memorize so you can just tell yourself what those are on the go and help you like shift your mindset and um, kind of like step back from what's happening to examine what you need to do and how you need to move forward for a resolution. Okay, my friends, well, that is it. Um, I hope that these tips for um, overcoming an anxiety attack was really helpful, and I hope that um, you really enjoyed this episode. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina, and I encourage you, please continue to share the show with anyone you know that you think would enjoy it. I really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, And check the description box for notes for the show, my email address for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests feedback topic suggestions and also where to find me on instagram which is real positive girl podcast um again have a good one thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next time and tomorrow we're talking about coping with stress have a good one guys bye